What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Young Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Pierre Shaw, and I'm here with Jean-Luigi Porto. And here we're going to be talking about income through automation. I'm sure you've heard about all the different you know, automation um, avenues like Amazon, dropshipping, uh, Walmart stores, YouTube automation, things like that. And we're really going to dive in um, to the nitty gritty get here after we, you know, learn more about John's story and, and things like that, because he has an agency, you know, uh, you know, creating these Walmart stores for people. So John, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on. Oh, thanks for having me, Pierce. I am um, very excited to be with you here. And uh, uh, yeah, it's a great opportunity. Uh, I, you know, we talked about being here. So yeah. I'm very, very excited, you know? Thank Amazing. You. So before we dive into like really how you got into drop shipping and a little bit more of your story, can you just give our audience a little bit better grasp on, you know, what you do and what your company does? Yeah, sure. So our company is uh, uh, Grow Your E-Commerce. Um, and uh, so we basically offer a turnkey solution uh, for people who want to take advantage of the e-commerce um, uh, growth, you know, that we had in the last, like, you know, few years. And we basically um, take care of all the day-to-day -day operations and uh, our clients and partners have their own stores in their own name. And uh, we basically, we act as a managing partner, you know, and uh, they basically are able to, uh, create another uh, stream of income that is uh, completely passive. That's really cool, man. Yeah. And so how we, we were talking about before we dived in, kind of your backstory. Yeah. And I think this would really help, you know, the young people, the young entrepreneurs out there really relate to you and yeah. knowing where you came from. I know that you were, you know, in the field of nursing before. Can you tell us some more about kind of your backstory, how you went yeah. from being in nursing to, uh, you know, e-commerce. Yeah. So let me tell you this. I can, I can tell you that I'm the living proof of the American dream because, mm. you know, like I was born and raised in Italy. Okay. Um, you know, middle-class family. Uh, my dad uh, is still an entrepreneur. My mom stay home. home. And, uh, you know, I was always inspired by my dad, his work ethic and his dedication. And to be honest with you, I was thinking to actually get into my family business when I was a what teenager. What was that? What family so, business? So my dad still has a building supply store, right? So we would basically like sell building supply, kind of like a small version of Lowe's, Home Depot, um, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And uh, And then in 2008, you know, the financial crisis happened. And Italy was hit really bad. So, like, I made them my consideration. I said, probably it's better if I go to college and I go through the traditional route, right? And that's what I did. Um, and then after that, I went to London. I worked there for a couple of years as a nurse. And then I had an opportunity to come to the States and work as a nurse here. Um, and I was super excited to be here, but then as soon as I landed here, like what was, what was, was I thinking about America wasn't the actual reality, you know, like, you know, you, you they were pushing us with uh, this agency that brought me here, like, oh, this America is beautiful. America is great. But then when I 
actually went and like you know experienced like the corporate quote unquote life, uh, I didn't like it at all. So I literally, um, you know, studied and trying to find a, a way out. And yeah. uh, I saw like uh, how e-commerce was growing back then in uh, in, the, in 2014. And uh, mm -hmm. in literally less than a year, I, uh, you know, I was able to quit my job and I went full time in e-commerce, you know. Yeah. And uh, it, it was tough because I was working full time. I was working from 7 3, till 3.30. I literally was going home, take a shower and like working from you know, 5 p.m. till midnight every single day, pretty much. But, you know, like you have to put in the work to actually yeah. like go from A to B. There is there is no shortcut, you know what I mean? Like, and back then was a little bit easier. Uh, don't get me wrong, because like there was less competition. Uh, but but yeah, like uh, I, I could have like I could have chose like to stay on the couch and watch Netflix but i took responsibility and i didn't like where i was and um, mm. i you know i was able to go full-time in e-commerce and also you know I, one thing that i i always uh tell people is that i'm 100 sure that i wouldn't be able to reach this level of success if i was back home in italy you know america is the land of opportunity and uh uh, sometimes I talk with people around here and say, guys, you you don't know how good you have it. You know what I mean? And uh, that's why I'm so grateful. I'm so excited every single day to wake up and uh, serve people and uh, be here, you know? That's amazing. Um, yeah. I want to dive into a little bit more of the backstory real quick. Yeah. But before I do, what about America um, has allowed you this opportunity that you said you wouldn't have had in Italy? Yeah. Because I think that a lot of us, um, here, take it things for granted, and I'd love to dive into that real quick. Yeah, for sure. Like uh, you know, America to be like it's the it's the best country in the world, right? America was made for business. There is a different mentality, right? Like especially mm -hmm. here, like you know, in Arizona, I see in like people, yeah, I see people that want to do things, right? There is excitement. Uh, there is imprinted in you know in the. Uh, in, in in the Americans Americans mind that like the ideology of like doing things big and like mm -hmm. all these big corporations that I've built throughout the years. So and I and unfortunately I I don't see that in Italy. There's a completely mm -hmm. different mentality. And don't get me wrong, I was born there. I love Italy. I love everything about uh you know I love the food of what I love everything that it's that it's about our culture. But when it comes down to business, uh, America, like, is where is that, if that makes yeah. sense, you know? And yeah. uh, it is, um, and I love it here, man. I, I'm always excited about all the opportunities that are around here, and I'm grateful, very grateful. Yeah, that's incredible, yeah. man. Yeah. That's incredible. So I, I loved how, um, you know, back in your story, you said, you know, you wouldn't have gotten to where you are now without the work, without you know, working like basically two full-time jobs almost at the same time. Yeah. Um, how long did that continue on for? And um, when, like, what was that trigger that started you to to do that? Yeah, so basically um, I did that for about a year. 
And uh, then uh, around month six, I realized that, you know, I, I was making more money like doing e-commerce than actually my day job. Mm. And uh, I said, like, I need to take the leap of faith. I had money saved up and uh, I said, you know, like, uh, that's the best time to uh, to make this change. And uh, to be honest with you, back then, like it was the beginning of uh, 2015 when I did the full transition. Um, you know, e-commerce was was a very, very young industry and things were evolving. So I, I literally catch the I didn't did catch the wave at the right time, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That helped. Uh, don't get me wrong, because right now um, things are a little bit difficult. You have to be a little bit more strategic and you have to um, you have to know what you're doing a little bit more right back okay. then back then you could have made a little mistake you know you could have um uh you know you could have navigate you could navigate things a little bit different if that makes sense mm -hmm. yeah okay okay yeah. so now it's a little there are more people in there so it's a little bit higher barrier to entry um not can't make quite as many like few mistakes and stuff you're saying Exactly. No, I mean, like the, the thing is that you're gonna you're gonna make mistakes along the way, no, no mm -hmm. matter what. Mm -hmm. But but the things that right now you have to be a little bit more strategic, right? And that and that's why like all our clients are come to you know they're coming to us because they know that partnering up with experts will shorten the you know uh, their uh, learning their, curve. The learning curve, you know. So it's. Um, you know that that's why what we do uh, helps a lot of people, and uh, you know we're uh, we're really proud about that. Yeah, you know? that's incredible. So when you say like um, now there are more people in the game, so yeah. you know that people are coming to experts like you guys, yeah. and there's a little bit higher barrier to entry. You kind of caught the wave at the right time, almost. Not saying you didn't do like the work that you did because you yeah. were working, you know, from five to five to midnight every night. Um, working that for, you know, the first six months to a year. Yeah. Um, with that being said, what do you see is different in e-commerce now rather than, you know, back when it was in its infancy? Is this just, you know, more people or like how, how does that differ? Sure. Um, so, yes, yeah, so definitely the competition. Uh, that's a, that's the number one uh, uh, things that differ from back then. Just to give mm. you some perspective, yeah. on um, Amazon right now, there are over 3 million sellers, right? Back then, uh, they were probably around like 200,000, 300,000 sellers back what? then. Like, yeah, so, you know, like we had a massive growth because, you know, like after 2015, you you know, we saw like all these courses coming out about selling on Amazon and, you know, e-commerce in general. So, uh, you know, people, you know, started to, um, you know, get into e-commerce and therefore the market got saturated, right? It, mm -hmm. It's pure, sim it pure, it's pure, simple economics, right? Supply and demand. Yeah. You know, like uh, uh, there's if you have a lot of sellers and, um, uh, you know, the, the numbers of buyers remains, you know, kind of gross, but not at, the, not at the same level, level. So, you know, the, the, there is some imbalance right there. Um, the mm. industry is growing, but definitely there's there's more competition and the cost of acquire a customer 
in this time and, and age, it's definitely higher than uh, what it was before, you know? Okay. What yeah. do you see that is leading to that? You know, the cost of the, to acquire a customer, the cost to get a customer into your ecosystem being higher. Is it because of more competition or like our ad costs on the rise or I'm curious? Yes. Yeah, so it's a, it's a variety of factors. Yeah, definitely uh, more competition uh, would lead to have more supply and also the ad cost definitely has risen throughout the years. You know, Facebook, all, Facebook ads and Amazon ads, what, whatever, mm. whatever platform you advertise on, um, has definitely increased their rates. Uh, mm. You know, um, yeah. I remember like on when we were advertising on Amazon, you know, you were paying like one cent, two cent per click. And right now you're paying two dollars, three dollars, four dollars. Oh, wow. You know, so like the ad cost definitely went up. Um, yeah, because because there are more people that advertise on the platform and therefore, uh, um, you know, the, the ad cost uh, went up. Mm hmm. Yeah, totally. It's, yeah. it's like going back to what you said, simple supply and demand, you know, yeah. like more people doing it. So the cost ad costs rise. Um, I'm curious with like Amazon and when people are doing Amazon FBA and stuff like that, do they run ads on Amazon or, or how do they acquire customers there? So, yeah, it, it depends on it depends on the model that you do. Right. So see if you do like what is called uh, Amazon private label. So you basically, um, you find a product that is proven to sell, you create your own brand, uh, then you, you know, you customize the package and you create a unique listing and then you put the product on the platform. But the thing is that nobody will find your product unless you advertise and you create some rankings. Because as soon as you put the product on the platform, your product will sit on page 300, right? But nobody will scroll to page 300, right? You have to get mm -hmm. closer from to from page 300 to page one to three, right? Where the actual mm -hmm. people like scroll and look for products, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then you have another model, which is wholesale, where you actually buy the products in bulk and then you, uh, you know, you ship it to Amazon and uh but that model uh, at the same time is very competitive because you know you buy in bulk and you sell you know pretty much the same products as everybody else and um and it's kind of a race to the bottom because mm -hmm. um you know at the end you of the day you buy prices. you know at the end of the day you you there, there are like everyday items and um you know if someone has more purchasing power than you Right. Instead, you instead of like buying one pallet, they're going to buy 20 pallets of that product. And therefore, they're having a better price and they can afford to beat you on the price. If that makes sense. You know, mm -hmm. oh, and that, that, that totally makes sense. Yes. Yeah, and that's why, like, you know, we we literally transitioned to uh, Walmart because it's a ground floor opportunity. You know, at the moment on Walmart, there are only uh, 30,000 sellers. Right. Uh, compared to Amazon is a massive like difference. There's all, there's literally mm. one tenth of the competition yeah. and uh, it is a platform that is constantly growing. Mm. You know, last year alone, um, Walmart e-commerce sales grew 97 percent. Wow. And for a company of that size, we're talking about billions of dollars. 
So, yeah. uh, you know, going back to catching up the trends earlier, that's that's yeah. literally what I do. I literally look what's going on in the market um, and also amongst different industries. And I try to find the emerging trends because mm -hmm. as we all know, the early adopters are the ones that are going to win in the long term because yeah. you've been there earlier you know you've done your mistakes you developed systems and processes that will allow to have you will allow you to have an edge against the competition you know mm -hmm. and uh, totally. uh you know that's why you know we uh, we on on the walmart side you know we started that late 2019 beginning of 2020 and okay. we, we you know we started testing the platform we developed our processes and systems and then uh, we started offering uh, the service to our clients and partners. And right now, you know, we we're, we're able to to generate like millions of dollars for all our clients and partners. You know. Yeah, that's really incredible. So you've been doing the Walmart sh shifted. Uh, been doing that for about a year and a half. For you know, a listener who may be like, "What the heck is this?" You know, Walmart automation. Um, is it like on Walmart? basically like Amazon, like you sell the product and it's on like walmart.com or how does that work? Yes. So basically uh, Walmart at the beginning, at uh, the end of 2019, beginning of 2020, they opened up their third party marketplace, which allow, uh, which allows like, like people like you and I to sell on their platform. Right. Mm -hmm. So once you uh, register and once you get approved to sell on the platform, so you basically have the opportunity to list the products on Walmart.com. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're able to have um, you showcase your product to a massive amount of buyers because on Walmart, you know, on Walmart.com, um, you know, you have a massive amount of traffic. We're talking about mm. over 300 million people that visit Walmart.com every single month. Really? So, uh, yes, it's a very, very underestimated platform uh, where a lot of people say, yes, Walmart, but, you know, Amazon still still the number one. Um, I, I don't completely agree with that because Walmart, they're investing at a massive amount of human and capital resources to actually shorten the gap with Amazon. Right. Um, they, they launched uh, their Walmart Plus membership, which is similar to Amazon Prime and would allow you to basically have free delivery with no uh, uh, with no minimum orders and mm -hmm. um, uh, discounts on gas and some other perks. Right. They're really going heavy and they're spending like millions of dollars in advertising on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. And uh, they're pushing all that traffic towards the platform. And guess who's going to take advantage of that? Like all the third party sellers that, you know, sell on the platform, you know, um, yeah. because uh, because at the end of the day, Walmart.com can cannot like provide all the amount of uh, products and different variety that all the, uh, you know, all the different sellers can have, you know, and that's why they're basically modeling Amazon. You know, Amazon yeah. grew because of the third party sellers and okay. Walmart, they're trying to do the same. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was going to say. Are they basically like trying to become like Amazon in a sense, like doing the similar thing? Yes. Yes. So they're basically, they're basically trying to do that. Uh, and they're having a great success to, on, on doing so uh, because they have this, the smartest people on the planet. You know, they built a really great 
uh, e-commerce division, and uh, they're doing a great job. We see on the on the back end that they're constantly evolving the platform. They add the new features, so there is uh, there is an active like uh, team that really takes care of like of the overall growth of the platform. And we love yeah. that because you know as a third party sellers, like we literally like uh, become like Walmart partners, and uh, you know we're able to take advantage of this opportunity. Yeah, that's really cool for for your process of yeah. doing like Walmart automation. Yeah, and what what does that look like for you and your team? Like from the start when someone like invests with you guys to yeah. like you know having the store and um, like generating income. Sure. So so first of all, we have to go through the application process, right? So we basically have to show. Um, Walmart that we have, uh, uh, you know, the right attributes to sell on the platform. Uh, mm -hmm. You need to have an LLC here registered in the United States and some other requirements. And then once we get you approved, uh, then uh, we basically do product research and we look for those golden products that are proven to sell and mm -hmm. they can generate great returns. Right. Then we upload those products on the platform and then uh, we optimize those listings. And then after the optimization, then when we start seeing uh, uh, sales coming in. Right. OK. And then uh, our team takes care of all that aspect. So we do the product research. We do the product listing. We handle the customer service. We handle refunds, mm. everything. So it's literally a. Uh, you know, a done for you service uh, where, you know, our customers, they literally um, sit back and, uh, you know, we we take care of everything. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. When you're going about like product research, what kind of products sell on, on Walmart through this like, you know, automation and what you guys do? Yeah, so that's an interesting question. So to be honest with you, we, we, we don't have a standard set of products, right? We do have our own softwares that tells us which products are proven to sell. Mm -hmm. Then um, um, we list them on the platform. And uh, once we find the winners, then we double down on what works. You know? yeah. So, And those can be a variety of products. You know, it can be appliances, uh, it can be everyday products. So um, we really don't have a set standard of products. But, mm. uh, you know, the best sellers, of course, like our, you know, home and garden, uh, kitchen appliances, um, mm. everyday products. But you know, yeah. it also, it's also depends on the seasonality, right? So, at the moment, it's because it's literally pool season. We we're selling a lot of like pool supplies and, uh, um, you know, all the summer, you know, summer gear, summer stuff. That is, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, and is it like uh, you buy them from wholesalers to, for your supply, or how does that work? So basically, yeah, it works. We work on uh, on the on the basis of a drop shipping model. So yeah, we partner okay. with suppliers. And uh, the interesting thing about this model is that we don't buy any products unless we make a sale, right? So we list those products, right? And then uh, once we make a sale on the platform then our team places the order on the supplier websites and then the supplier ships it directly to the customer. So mm. there, it's, uh, uh, 
in you know there's a very low barrier of um entry in terms of like uh capital that you need to um invest so uh, it's uh it's definitely a model that it's been uh, we've been tested we've been proven we've been refined the systems and processes and uh yeah, um, yeah it's been uh, it's been working really well for us for our that's clients. really cool that's mm -hmm. awesome so was it kind of like similar like you were able to take some of the similar systems and processes from your amazon business to walmart because it's like this similar concept maybe just different back end oh yeah for sure definitely all like our experience literally transitioned from one platform to the other you know we were mm -hmm. uh, we were already we already knew how to navigate the e-commerce space we just had to yeah. adapt uh, to a different platform and then own the platform to uh you know create a great product and to make sure that you know all our stores are um are being taken care of and they're yeah they're generating like the uh expected returns you know yeah what yep. do you expected what do returns kind of look like on walmart i'm curious like so kinda, yeah so that's a great question so it really depends on the working capital uh because you know the more working capital you have uh the more process the more orders we can process and therefore like you know more the more sales we can make and i'm just making an example right so if you have a let's say like ten thousand dollars of working capital we can only list a set number of products right because mm -hmm. if we do list more and we make more sales then we don't have that capital to process those orders right and we do not want to put the uh, store at risk because also walmart monitors you about the performance how how long you take to ship the products how long it takes to to for the customers to get the product so there's a different metrics that we uh, we uh, overlook on the back end and mm -hmm. uh, you know we made the calculations based on that but in terms of return we you know general clients are generating between 15 and uh, uh 35 percent okay 15 yeah. to 35 percent is that a month or a year or oh per month okay per month. yeah yeah and as i said that it really depends on the working capital you know, yeah the, because, the more capital you have uh the more like products we can list on the platform you know mm -hmm. so it, okay that makes sense because you have to when you scale up the store you obviously have to spend more to get you know your your because your variable cost of the goods and stuff to purchase exactly more. exactly and okay. also it's a you know if you like you know as, as i told you earlier like you know if you have uh um ten thousand dollars we might only be able to list 200 300 400 products whereas if you have more capital we can list up to like you know an unlimited amount of products you know like uh we can list five thousand seven thousand eight thousand products you know and wait uh, you list five thousand different products yeah we have some stores they have like over a uh, hundred thousand dollars of working capital per month and uh, we have thousands of products listed on those stores Oh, wow. Yeah. So when you talk about a Walmart store, yeah. So is that like individualized, like on the platform? So it's like, this is so and so's store, or is it, I'm curious how that works, or is sure. it just all the products go there 
And then maybe once they click a product, they can see all your other products that you have in that store. Or sure, that's a, that's a great question. So all of our all of our clients have their own stores under their own LLC. It's okay. Uh, they have their own entity, and uh, on the back end, we upload those products. Then yes, if you go on uh, Walmart, you'll basically see that. Uh, uh, you know, this store is selling this specific products, let's say paper towels. Okay. And mm -hmm. if you, if you click on that seller name, you will be able to see also all the different products that that same sellers has available on the platform. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I have a one, one question I'm really curious yes. about because my, I have a friend that, um, got into Walmart automation, not with, uh, you guys or anything, but his mm -hmm. store has been um, waiting. Like he's been waiting for Walmart to approve it for a couple months. Yes. Um, and so I was wondering, like, what causes something like that to happen um, when you're in the process of getting started? Sure, that's a great question. So yes, uh, the Walmart application it's uh, probably one of the most uh, challenging parts of this of this entire system. Because okay. Walmart wants uh, on the platform sellers that know what they're doing, right? Because their goal is to compete with Amazon. And to compete with Amazon, they have to provide a very high level of service, okay? Mm -hmm. So uh, they're very selective. And they're looking to specific uh, the specific requirements that we're able to satisfy, right? So we... We were able to uh, create a very solid process that will allow us to have like 90, 95% of the people approved on the platform. And, um, and our average uh, time frame is between uh, uh, five to seven weeks to get approved. And okay. not, be not because of us, it's because Walmart has saw this massive influx of application and they don't have the manpower to actually go through those applications in a timely manner. So they're really behind mm -hmm. on that. So that's, that's what causes the, the these delays in application. But um, yes, I've seen like a lot of um, companies out there that are struggling to uh, get their clients approved. And this is something that we, we were able to solve. Uh, we created yeah. a solid process. And, uh, you know, our approval rate at the moment is 95%. That's really cool. That's awesome, yeah. man. Can I yeah. ask, like, what kind of sets your process up differently so that you guys are actually able to get those approved rather than, you know, some other companies where they have some more difficulties? Yeah, so uh, <laughs> there, are, there are some things that I cannot, like, fully okay, disclose yeah. because that, yeah. that's our secret sauce, you know? What I yeah, mean? Like, uh, I know. I just uh, thought I'd ask, right? No, no, no. Thank you very much for that. But, yeah, to, to give you uh, a short answer to that, we basically know what Walmart is looking for. Okay, mm -hmm. and uh, we are going to address those points. And uh, once Walmart sees that we have all those requirements, they say, yes, you're able to uh, join the platform and be a third party sellers with us. Mm. Um, and uh, that's uh, that's in a nutshell what, yeah. we, what we're able to do, you know? Yeah, that's really cool. That's yeah. really cool. Okay, so say, you know, someone listening here yeah. is they're like, wow, income through, you know, automation, they want to get into like drop shipping or, 
or something like that, maybe Walmart, and they're looking to to learn more, what are kind of the first steps you would um, take if you were back in that position, you know, trying to get into the industry once again? Yeah. So uh, sure, like, uh, you know, definitely do your own research um, because that's very important. Um, you know, there is a lot of like uh, people out there that everybody says says different things. So everybody trying to push their own uh, uh, service. So like definitely do your own research, do your due diligence. Make sure that it's the right fit for you because we to be honest this is not for everybody you know what i mean like we 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 uh, turn away unfortunately a lot of uh, clients because you know we we do what's best for people right like yeah. we're here to uh be problem solvers rather than product pushers right so yeah sometimes when we do our assessment on our end we say listen we, we might not be a good fit. Maybe like in a six months, a year from now, uh, maybe we can work together, but maybe right now is not the right time. So yeah, definitely do your research, do your due diligence. And um, if you're interested more about learning what, what we do, um, you know, feel free to go to go.growyourecommerce.com and uh, right there, you'll be able to schedule a call either with myself or a member of the team and mm -hmm. um we can uh we can talk more okay amazing yeah, yeah i was gonna yeah. ask you that where people can find you i know you're on instagram you want to plug your instagram right now too so people can look find you what'd you say yeah uh, share your instagram so people can find you there oh yes most active there sure yes so um my instagram is uh g i a n l u i g i and then Porto, P-O-R-T-O. And uh, you can Amazing. find me on Instagram or uh, uh, you can go to our website, which is go.growyourecommerce.com. And I spell it for you. It's G-O.G-R-O-W-Y-O-U-R-E-commerce.com. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I'll be sure to uh, put those in the description below john thank you yep. so much for your time i really appreciate it and uh yep. yeah i learned a ton yeah well 100 i'm happy to uh that you invited me and uh if i can just say one thing to you know this is this is the young entrepreneur show yeah uh one thing that i would one piece of advice that i want to say is that be consistent you have mm -hmm. to be consistent with your actions when nobody's watching because it's so easy to get distracted and let life get in the way that you you know that one hour goes by and one day goes by and a week goes by and then the years go by and you still stuck in the same position so you have to be on a schedule you have to stick on a schedule and you have to hold yourself accountable because nobody's going to do the work for you nobody's going to save you uh and uh you have to you have to do this you know you have to stick to a schedule you have to be on task and you have to stay consistent um because there's no secret sauce to to success uh you know you can you can be successful at anything um there's so many different ways to make money uh but you have to be consistent and you have to stay focused on one thing and not just like trying to jump from one one thing to another um 
And then yeah. once one, once you reach the level that you can invest and diversify your income, uh, then um, you know you you're more than welcome to do so. But you have to stay consistent, stay focused on whatever you're doing right now. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Stay you're consistent welcome. with your actions. And just one tag along question to that is: What is like one of the number one or two things you would tell people getting started out to? help them become more consistent? Like, how do you go about that? Right. Uh, so I, I am very like military about that. Like I, I do have my, my entire week laid out uh, every Sunday afternoon. So what I do on Saturday, I review my previous week of the things that went well, went wrong. And then on Sunday, I plan for my entire week. Um, I divide every, all, all, you know, the different days and I divide my days in hours and each hour has a specific task that I want to accomplish. Right. And the good thing is that you don't skip the task until you are completed. So that way will give you discipline. Right. And, uh, you will stay consistent and focus on doing the things step by step. Uh, because it's mm -hmm. so easy like you know honestly we get yeah. so distracted like and uh, you got your friend that is texting you on instagram and then you got your girlfriend that is texting you and your mom is calling like you really have to protect your time you mm. have to protect your time it's it's the it's a number one currency it's the only thing the most valuable thing you have and you have to protect that because everybody yeah. everybody's trying to get some part of it right mm -hmm. in some ways and if you don't do that, if you don't stay on task, if you don't have your entire week planned and your entire day planned, but in a serious way, it's not just that you like you write things down and then like whatever, you know, it's you, methodical, you, methodical. You have to you have to create your own systems and uh, you have to stick with them. Yeah, you know? that's incredible, man. Yeah. Thanks so much for adding that to the end of this episode. That was amazing. You're welcome. You're welcome, man. Awesome. You're welcome. All right. I appreciate well, thanks you for coming me. on. All right. Thank you.